It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin'. What's going on, fellow Uplanders? I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and once again, you join us on the Upix Podcast. As always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing this evening? What, are you trying to read off a prompter? No. What's going on over there? I I had a complete, like, I'm like, what am I even doing? What is happening? That was was the jankiest intro. Like, is this your first show? Absolutely. And it's horrible because now that we're on uh, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, all that stuff, I feel bad people are discovering these and like, look at these amateurs. And it's, I'm like, we've been doing this since June of 2020. And uh, yeah, I sound like this is episode number three or something while wow, it's actually episode 120 Dang, there's 120 of these nonsense episodes absolutely uh t davis yeah, and uh like- b dags uh did going back going back going back to episode 119 and uh they did that yesterday they released it last night before the collections dropped today that's crazy man i that means there's probably like 150 hours plus of of our podcast then because it's Oh, do on average like 60 to 90 minutes? Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and episode 120 is being recorded on February 10th, 2022. So very exciting. It, 2022 is already going by pretty quick. How is it mid-February? Right? Like, like what? We got the Super Bowl in like four days. We got right. Valentine's Day, which I didn't do shopping for yet. Yeah, but. that's all right. Valentine's Day is overrated. It's a uh, it's a Western holiday made up to uh, get you to spend your money right after Christmas. Yeah, well, unless you're banging Asian chicks, the, the Western girls expect some stuff <laughs> for Valentine's Day. We ain't gonna pull that. It's a Western. Be like, yeah, where do you live? Where do you, you live in the West? You better get those flowers and chocolates. Well, what about uh, Eastern women then? What Eastern? Oh like no, you... Egyptian. I... <laughs> Damn, you dirty like that. Yeah. All right, Dang. we're already having fun, uh, so I yeah, might as well we get had, this. We had, two, we had two viewers. You said Egyptian women, and, and one of them left. So way to go. Way to take our viewer count down to one. Yes. So the views, information, and opinions expressed on the Epics podcast are solely those of myself and Thank Me Later, B-Dag, and T. Davis, and any guests of the podcast, and do not necessarily represent, reflect those of Upland Me, Inc. We're not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team, nor are we financial advisors. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice, and please do your own research first. Absolutely. So we got that out of the way. We are running a little behind schedule from uh, when we usually do our live streams. We're about um, an hour and 45 minutes later than than normal. So it's going to be a rough day at work. But that is yeah, okay. my bad. I'm sorry. I, I, was, I wasn't going to throw it out there like that. No, no, no. I'll take, I'll take responsibility. You were ready. I wasn't, um, you know. That's that's on me. Yeah. And 
a lot happened in this past week of Upland. We got a chief executive in jail. Um, <laughs> right. Dude, well, I, I don't know. I got to be careful because, you know, Octavius is my boy, though. Oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll jump right. into it. Uh, I'll cap yeah. up the episode and uh, we'll jump right into it. And I absolutely want to get your take on it because uh, I have some thoughts and I'd like your insights with your background and, and see what we got. Um, we got for sure. We got 2021 legits going on, uh, updates for the Black Explorer shops to talk about, LA collections were released, UpEx transfer, SoFi Stadium. We got all kinds of stuff. So might as well uh, get right into it. Plus, uh, we do have the, um, not the numbers we're accustomed to, but uh, we got numbers. We got, we got some numbers? Yeah. First oh, off, man, I like these maps. Who yeah. provide these maps? Uh, Steve. Steve, you're a legend. I love these maps. Keep it up, Steve. Absolutely. And he did hook us up. He was traveling today, and I hit him up this morning, and he is over in the UK. And he said, I'm traveling today. I'm not sure if I'll get it in time. And uh, a few hours before the podcast, he got it up. So really appreciate that. And that's uh, in Upland Maps. I'll, I'll share I don't want to share the link on YouTube, but hit me up with the DM in Discord, and I'll, I'll get you the invite to Upland Maps. Um, so this is the heat map telling you what's sold out, what's not sold out. The map on the left, that's all of Los Angeles, including your FSA properties. Uh, map on the right's non-FSA. Um, and as I save these, we'll make some comparison maps to see how it's changed over time. But uh, there is more... Uh, 100% sold out areas and areas getting closer uh, on the non-FSA side. Yeah. Well, I would imagine, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see um, how quick the collection neighborhoods sell out. Right. And there's a lot of, uh, there's still a lot of collections properties out there. So it's not like everything was sold out. Yeah, which is interesting. So, I mean, I haven't had a chance. I'll be honest, the, I, I went back and I'm way more interested in buying some of these um, legits, um, the essentials. Yes. So, like, I've been, I've been scooping those up. I need to get back on it. I mean, that's where my extra has been. And honestly, I'm buying them for burners. <laughs> I'm buying them for burners uh, to be able to trade um, other stuff. Uh, for decor, uh, the decorations, for uh, some other stuff. So, yeah. Oh, look at this. All right. So, here's the top five neighborhoods and their UPEX floor price and their US dollar floor price. And this was done uh, about an hour before the podcast. Why are our beautiful faces? Are we, are we on here? Or are you just oh. showing only your slide? There you go. People, people came to see the turtle in the poo figure out who's who good point good point um so and we're up to five viewers you better watch out we're about to catch five (laughs) now 120 episodes but here we are five live viewers let's do it absolutely and we do have to be a little more descriptive for the people that do still tune into us on the podcast we just talk about pictures and they're like what are you looking at oh that's true yeah you gotta get on the youtubes yeah you got you got the videos and the and the what nots. So 
Manhattan has a floor price of 155,000 with a US dollar floor price of 140. So if you want to get in Manhattan mm-hmm. right now your US dollar is a cheaper cheaper jump on that. Oh, that's interesting cuz that's not the case. You would think it's it would be the case mostly. Yeah. And so like Rutherford it's cheaper to buy guaranteed by the end of this that Rutherford at 45 is sold. Oh yeah, TM will uh Scrape up that <laughs> floor really say. quickly. <laughs> I was gonna say, I bet, I bet that Rutherford gets gets bumped to fifty pretty quick. Yeah, so Rutherford's at forty five thousand with a forty nine dollars um, USD floor. I like that USD floor. So it's actually easier to uh, buy for Upex. San Francisco thirty two thousand five hundred. The Genesis City for the Upex floor and twenty seven dollars uh, for the US dollar floor. Santa Clara. What's the interesting thing, though, is what was the cheapest properties in Manhattan? Like, what was what what was the cheapest property originally? Like in um, Harlem, uh, Harlem, yeah, like Harlem, East Washington, up that way. Um, I'd have to go back and do some digging and some calculations. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm curious because, like, in San Francisco, you could buy properties for, like, a couple hundred UPEX, like, actually. And for a while, like, a thousand UPEX you could do, and for a long time, like, under five, easily, all day, um, you could mint. So, it's it's interesting. Um, oh, so, uh, TM says, East Harlem. I mean, was it still like five or ten? It's been so long. I don't remember like what the minimum minting was. Obviously, the markup. Manhattan has been just absolutely, um, you know, dominating. Honestly, I'm very impressed. I'm curious if it's a mix of like if people are holding or you know what what is driving and and like how many properties? What's the do we have a property count as well? Because like that's another big thing. Um, if you're looking at these and you go, well, hey, why is Rutherford, you know, has such a high floor? Well, honestly, that's from conglomerates like what TM does. I mean, there, there's a couple big teams that are really, um, you know, staking heavily in Rutherford and your in your number of counts, right? So the number of properties in San Francisco versus Manhattan, I, I don't remember what the numbers are. So got to check it, check that out of like, how hard is it to raise the floor in San Francisco versus Manhattan? Right. Uh, 58,000. Okay. So 58,000. Thank you. TM. Um, 58,000 properties in Manhattan. San Francisco has something like 250,000. I thought it was 150,000. I'm making stuff up. I have no idea, but it's it's at least a hundred. We'll verify that later. Um, 6,500 in Rutherford. Oh, there you go. Man, TM is on top of it tonight. <laughs> yes, he and I is. I know for a fact he, he he was waiting all pre-gaming, drinking beer. So the fact that he's got his number is pretty impressive. 6,500 in Rutherford. So, again, Rutherford being relatively new, still having a really high floor price because it's so concentrated, it's really easy to raise the floor price in it. Um, and I think there's a lot of speculation in that area. Yeah. And surprisingly, Santa Clara is up there at twenty two thousand seven forty nine, and uh, twenty. Now that one's pretty yeah. equal. 
22,000 UPEX, almost 23,000 UPEX and uh, $22 USD floor. And then uh, Brooklyn rounds out the top five at 13,000 with the UPEX floor. Uh, Once again, cheaper to get in with US dollars at $10. So now is this, is this only sold out cities? Uh, Glad that you say that. Oh, 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 too far. Whoa, whoa, spoiler alert. Come on. All right. My goodness. So here's the bottom five cities. Um, Chicago, bottom five, five. Chicago is the cheapest city to get into right now at a $6,999 or $6 USD. Los Angeles, uh, there's still unminted properties for $5,150, but a secondary market lowest you can get in is uh, $7,800. And for some reason, there's no data for a U.S. dollar floor price. Huh, because there's definitely, you can definitely sell for USD. Yes. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Cleveland, Cleveland, number three Cleveland. at $9,000, $7.50. That's a nice little price discrepancy to jump in there. Uh, $1.50 cheaper to buy with the dollar than UPEX. Uh, Kansas City, you can still mint for $7,504. Uh, secondary markets, uh, $92.50 and uh, $7.75. So buying secondaries cheaper with the dollar once again and running out the top five. Well, what I was going to say there, though, what I what I immediately noticed is that there is like a little bit of room if you were to buy for UPEX and then sell for USD, like you could parity that almost. Like you could buy for seventy five hundred and sell for seven fifty. Yeah, Garrett's calling you out. Garrett says seven fifty was the last I looked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure if he was talking Cleveland or Kansas City there. But oh, okay, yeah, and then Nashville rounds it out at a uh, twelve thousand four ninety five minimal and nine thousand four ninety nine. So it's actually cheaper to buy secondary market in Nashville than to go mint. Now, if you're somebody that's looking for up square or you're just looking to get in, it that there's your there's what you have to talk about there. Yeah. So like, um, oh, he, Garrett was saying seven fifty for LA. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um. Now there's an int- that's a very compelling piece where it seems if you just look at the raw numbers, well, hey, it's cheaper for me to buy secondhand in Nashville. Now keep in mind when you're buying secondhand in Nashville for ninety five hundred, there's a, you're very likely buying like a five thousand upex property, um, and you're you're paying a, a markup for it. So just be careful of that. Um, in general. Um, especially if you're just looking to get, you know, new smaller properties, it's almost always better to mint um, direct versus secondhand. Although um, we found out yesterday the other day that there's a lot, especially in the USD area, that our people are selling under mint in some places. So, you know, I guess just check check what the original price was, and then what's the calculation for that now? Because I'm still using the old one, but there's no way that that's right anymore, right? Right. And they're doing you used it. to be able to do divide by 0.0144 or um, multiply by 69. Got you pretty darn close. Yeah, there, uh, there's some new calculations. It, yeah, I tried to figure it out this morning. And I was just like, I'll just use the old calculation. <laughs> Get you close enough. Close enough. So, OPEX transfers. Um, did you make this graphic? Yeah, I threw it together really quick while you I was made- waiting for you. You did this? Yeah. My goodness. Hey, I was rushing. That's, uh, no, hey, man. Hey, I'm going <laughs> to give it to you. I like it. I like it. 
Uh, I just wanted to make sure we weren't paying somebody to make this graphic. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't have, I, I'm not going to get a second job as a graphic designer for, <laughs> for anything. Yeah, yeah, no. Don't, 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 don't uh, quit your day job. His daughter drew it. Honestly, I'd be impressed if his daughter drew it. Like yeah. you didn't even get, is there a copyright on his like knees? Like what did you just? You just... <laughs> oh, there was a. Uh... No, that was um, a text box that I didn't see in there. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, my goodness. Either no, way. No, this is cool. I, I like it. Yeah, Upex transfers, man. Have you done one? Have you done an Upex transfer? I have not because I do not have Upex at 60 days old. Uh, yeah, so I saw that some people were, like, getting, like, how does that work? Like, but if you sell stuff, right, that's immediately old, right? How does that work? Now that's new. So. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I thought, but when I read the release, and maybe that's why there was, I didn't, I, I honestly, there was a bunch of, like, hate going on about this, but in the, in the, um, the kind of the release information, I thought it said, if you buy, like, they gave an example where if, like, you bought, 50,000 up X and you sold for 50 and you sold things for 50,000. So you had a hundred thousand up X like 50 of it would be allocated. And then 50 would be like locked for 60 days if you buy new. Um, but I'm reading in some of our comments. Um, TM is saying it was a code error and that they will fix it. So, um, okay. And, uh, Wolf Warner's in the house. Oh, Wolf, wait, now is Wolf Warner, is that Wolf Ranger? There's a couple Wolfs in our community. There are. But it's not his his icon. Anyway. Uh, what up, Wolf? Welcome to the party. Thank you for coming. Yep. Yeah. So, Upex transfers will only be available to players who are Uplanders and above. Um Players who reach Uplander will receive access to up transfer pending identity verification. All acquired UPEX is subject to a 60-day cooldown period before it becomes transferable. For example, if you have 100,000 UPEX, but 50K of that was purchased within the past 60 days, they will only have a maximum of 50K available for transfer. Additional, the minimum amount of UPEX a player can transfer is the minimum amount is 20 UPEX. And there's a 5% fee on both sides, and it will be subject to two-factor authentication and CAPTCHA. Okay. So, yeah, that that seemed a little abstract. I'd have to read again. Um, But, yeah, I hope that they don't, like, because no one's holding 60 UBEX. What's this? Hearing director, one of one block explorers today with no email already tokenized. So there's there was another release of uh, Director Block Explorer today. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's useless right now for players who do a lot of transactions. Uh, yeah, like I don't under I, I guess I don't understand it. Um, I guess I I don't understand how like. Uh, I guess I, I just don't get it. I, yeah. I don't have a better well, explanation than that. Like, it seems really weird. And that would explain, because in the UC, uh, the UCN mods and the UCN channel, 
there was a lot of um, a lot of the people were saying that you know this this feature is great, but um, yes, I will yeah. read whatever you type. I am like Ron Burgundy. You can't put text in front of me without like me feeling the need to like read it. It's crazy. Up Lando show is on. Well, you should go tell them to come here and enjoy this. Yeah. So no, I Upland is good people. It, no, as we play more with, I mean, I'm still broke from LA, so I haven't had any chance to transfer yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a feature. Um, so we'll have to we'll have to experiment this week um, and do that because I like the new search feature. Have you tried that out? Yes, I have. So that that is nice, very you nice. Search for yourself, because I was a little concerned because I searched for my name. First of all, super flattered to all of the clever people out there who like thank me now, thank me tomorrow, um, thank me <laughs> never. Maybe like yes. there's like a hundred variations of thank me later, which is kind of flattering, I, I guess, but. Um, I couldn't find myself, and I don't know if you just can't look up yourself in that search. I, like, I didn't check. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So if somebody could just check, could you actually um, Google, like do a little search? And if you want to test the UpX transfer feature, feel free to send some UpX my way. You know, just saying. I'm willing to be the guinea pig if you're like, oh, I wonder if I can send UpX. Well, look up, thank me later, and uh, shoot him some Uppix. <laughs> Why? <laughs> First, oh, hey, it's Zebra. Mr. Zebra. Yeah. I like it. I usually hear you on guys on Spotify. Thank nice. you. And we have a chief oh. executive in jail. Oh. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah. Now, we could dive, like, so far into this, but... Big picture, what it really sounds like happening is when Octavius was running his uh, Crown Capital where you could do the collection swaps, you could do the UPEX purchases or sales. Sounds like a bunch of people were buying UPEX with a credit card, going in, getting a swap with Octavius, and then calling their credit card or their bank and doing a chargeback. And then they would contact Upland. So all of a sudden there were all these accounts that had chargebacks and they've all done transfers with Octavius. Yeah, that's, that's a tough situation. I mean, because I mean, there's no way, I mean, there's no way to prove if Octavius knew this was happening or was coercing anybody my perspective, I have talked to Octavius on numerous occasions. I've done numerous deals with Octavius, um, and he's been absolutely an upstanding uh, person. Uh, I still participate in a lot of the other stuff that he's running um, over with his organizations. Um, so I, I don't, I can't, and I, I really won't comment on any of the, you know, the things that he may or may not have done or may or may not have known. I'll just say from personal experience, dude's a stand-up guy um, from my interactions with him. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to pay the piper. I, I can't, you know, 
If, if that you don't want charge chargebacks are so bad for a game like this in, in any game, you're going to have some amount of chargeback. So um, this actually happens. I, I know numerous people who run these, but normally the, the thing is in what, and this is probably why you're seeing um, a lot of these organizations uh, like Apple pulling um, down applications that, that interface for, you know, fiat transactions, stuff like this is because, in the gaming world, it's not uncommon to have chargebacks. You play Clash of Clans, like there is guys that will charge thousands of dollars on their uh, Apple and then just be like, they'll just call. And all you have to do is go, yeah, the game doesn't um, provide what it said. It didn't It didn't live up or whatever. And most of the time, Apple will just like, yep, okay, fine. And they do chargebacks. And essentially, they just take the money back from the game developers. Um, and it sucks for game developers because that player got a bunch of in-game advantage and then, you know, they got charged back. But in a game like Clash of Clans, the stakes are like, okay, how much are you actually doing this? But in a game like Upland where you can convert, you know, you buy the UpEx, you buy the properties, you sell the properties, and yeah. Uh, well, oh, recurrence. Yeah, down to the fact they said uh, off-the-chain UPEX sales were against us, which is true. Um, and I don't know if he continued to do that after that um, because I made, I'm, I've am i been very vocal, like my position. I, I sold millions of UPEX for USD off the chain. I, I will own that. Now, once they made it very clear, because it was always a gray area for a very long time. It was a gray area. It was like, eh, we don't really talk about it. Then they made a very clear, like, boop, nope, do not do this. Okay, cool. I immediately stopped. I have not sold any UPEX off the chain um, or bought off the chain uh, since since that uh, for fear of having that J, like the, uh, what's the, uh, the A? What's that? Oh, you know what I'm talking about, the scarlet letter. Oh, okay, the, the big scarlet, A. Gotcha. The now, big a, but now, I, I know they stopped their services because there was a big backlash on their server once they kind of went hard on the property swaps for the collections and for the UPEX transfer. And he's ventured into his own other um, adventures now, his financial adventures and different blockchains and different gaming things. So this is all stuff that happened when it was still in the gray area, it sounds like. Um but once again, yeah, it, what, I reach, yeah, I reach out to him and he's like, I'm essentially out of Upland. He's, he hasn't been like as active as he has been for a while. Now. Yeah. And so. he had to reach out to Upland and then they were just very vague there. It just said numerous accounts, uh, had chargebacks and they had transactions. It looks like multi-accounting. So they, they didn't even reach out to a chief executive. Um, so I, I mean, <laughs> Which we just saw the Dizzy and Venom, and I hate to compare it because, you know, that was off-the-chain transactions too, but this isn't supposed to multi-accounting, and do you really know if a player's doing the chargebacks? Not really sure, but... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a hard situation, and he was doing such high volumes on things and making serious things. It was, yeah. Yeah. Another and, part... Uh, White ferret says, I think another part of it was the undervaluing of UPEX to USD price as well. That's true. We did see a lot of um, 
like price because you were selling Upex for like sixty cents on the dollar. Yeah. Um, so it was it was kind of bad for that. <laughs> TM Dizzy, uh, Great Octavia, eh, debatable. Not not to me. I think Dizzy Dizzy's a a goat in my mind. Yeah. All right. So Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That went up. Uh, so this was a first landmark that in a while where you actually had a shot. You didn't have to be there to mint it. You registered for it, and then it was just the luck of the draw. It took a little over an hour. Did you but, register? Oh, I did, absolutely. Yeah? And I How had, far was the queue? How far were you in queue? I had one day and seven hours before I could buy. I was 754 people ahead of me. Nice. Uh, yeah, I didn't even, I honestly didn't even register. Uh, I missed it. I don't know if I just like missed it or what I wanted to. I, I'm, I would have figured out a way if I got, if I got first in queue, I would have been like dizzy. Hi. Uh, you wouldn't even call me. You called dizzy. I mean, I'm calling the guy with the money. (laughs) (laughs) Are you in my bank account? I mean, (laughs) Like, I mean, like that's, you're, that's you're not fair. gonna you're that's not gonna fair. call me or TM. I mean, my my calling list for that would probably have been like Dizzy, and then like you and TM. Like, all right, guys, like, can we can we huddle together some money? I don't know how much was it. It was uh, eight thousand uh, two hundred and eighty dollars or something. Is that significant in some way, or is it just like they just did their calculations? They did their calculations. Yeah, okay. Uh, I've been, it's the only cool, I, I agree, Paul. I've never been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I agree, it's the only cool thing. What are you doing? What's going on over here? You're just like. Skipping a couple slides. I had mispositioning. Oh, man. I had mispositioning yep. on my slides. But in the last month, a lot of people haven't realized how many landmarks have gone up for auction. Look at Maddox. Yeah, he snagged just three mad. of them. Three out of the six. Man, Plaza Hotel. I didn't. I don't think I. I don't think I registered that one. I think I, I saw most of the other ones. So, okay. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was the latest. The American Dream in Rutherford, Chicago Water Tower, National World War II Museum in New Orleans, uh, the Plaza Hotel in Manhattan, and the Metropolitan Museum of Art have all been auctioned off since the beginning of the year. Um, super cool. So you know what's super cool though. What is super cool? Dang. Oh. Badges that Thank whoa, Me Later doesn't whoa, have. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, is that actually, is it considered a badge? Um, Looks like a badge. Is it in their badge profile? I believe so. Is it in their badge profile? I think so. Well, I mean, you, pull, you pulled up their account. Yeah. It was just, I saw it looked like a badge, and uh, you don't have it. Uh, do does anybody have it? Yeah, Denzel Ward Where? has it. Where? Saquon Barkley that- has it. Where? Bobby Where? Wagner has it. Cameron Where? Jordan has Where? it. Go show me. Show me the badge. I see their explorer. I don't see no badges on that explorer. <laughs> so what we're getting at is there's uh, NFL players now playing Upland and. They have some properties. It looks like everybody's pro, and there's a verified verified Uplander. So they went with the blue check mark. 
That's pretty cool. I want to. I want a blue freaking check mark. We should be verified. Wait, but I don't see it on their. I don't see it on their profile. Is it in there? If I go in the app, can I see it on their thing? Got to do a player search. Um, yeah, I'll do a player search. Okay, you keep going. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pull up my handy dandy app here and uh, do. I'm gonna try this. What the heck? What's this new thing? Hold on. Keep going. I'm going to get distracted. All right. Uh, I'll I'll let you keep going. But also with this uh, Block Explorer Shops. Oh, it's a challenge. It's the new challenge thing. There's this new icon in the challenge thing. You see the little... uh... Oh, yeah. You got a pop-up. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So many things. Ultimate challenges. Um, Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Also, they're taking applications now for a Meta Ventures for selling your legits. Uh, go ahead and apply now. Did you, uh, did you put in for that? Absolutely. You always put in for stuff. Yeah, I was curious because, I mean, I also put in for it. I'm curious if they would. Oh, it is It is a badge. Oh, It is a badge. There you oh, go. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's see so, what the... This badge signifies his account has been verified by the Upland team. Hold on. Bet. <laughs> bet I have. Bet I get a badge. Bet I get a badge. Bet I'm calling X1 right now. I'm up. I'm going to wake Edon up. Edon, wake up. Bet. Yeah, they verified Cole Kermit and not Thank Me Later. I don't even know who the hell Cole Kermit is. Kermit. He's Come a tight end bro. for the Chicago Bears. I don't. I don't want to know how tight his end is. <sighs> Sometimes I wonder about you. <laughs> so, <laughs> now they they were. It it's going to be a secondary shop. You know, you're not a primary shop with the legit. So it's just like a sports hobby shop. But that's one of my questions. You know, your your sports hobby shops do have some sort of supply of new supply that they can sell along with secondary market. Is that something that Upland is going to look at that? Hey, you get a discount, but these can only be sold in your store. You can't use them for your personal gain. What? Wait, uh, I didn't follow that. So it's, it's, it'd just be secondary, right? Like, yeah. Well, I'm saying with the legits, it's secondary. You, you sell a bunch of legits that you've acquired through other players or the shops themselves. But, you know, it's also uh-huh. like uh, a sports shop where they sell the secondary market cards, but they also get a discount on boxes of cards that come in. I don't know if that will be a future evol- uh-huh. evolution or not. No, I don't see that. I because again, the whole the whole they with legit, it's very specific as far as go to the stadium, you get your essentials and all that, right? Right. And the twenty twenty, no, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine that they would do anything different for that. It would just be people selling it. I think they do need to make it easier to. Um, for the shop owners to get uh, assets from players, because I know that that's been a that's been a blocker for the block explorers, right? Um, but honestly, after the essentials are out, now you can buy essentials for like five hundred upx. Go buy a bunch of of those, and you should be no problem. Just use those as burners. Um, 
Like that should be no issue. Yeah, and I, and I like it that they're at the team shops and you have to travel to the shops. You just can't, you know, it's just not random. I like that you have to travel because that plays into some strategy. Do you do you want to stay in an area to mint because there's collection releases or do you want to go get the legits? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I've left L.A. Um, right before the collection launch to go mint um, some low mint essentials and to start you know, stocking up, especially after I, you know, um, ran into the collection limits. <laughs> so <laughs> I was buying up, I think I was in Cleveland, you know what? Cause I couldn't get to, Oh no, I was in Chicago. Cause I couldn't get from LA to Chicago directly or no LA to Cleveland. I couldn't get from LA to Cleveland directly. So I stopped in Chicago. I was like, Hey, while well, I'm here, why don't I just pick up some legits? And so I went, and because you can't go from L.A. to whatever, and T. T Davis was talking about. Yeah, you can't um, go from L.A. to Santa Clara, which is crazy. You should make each, right right now, right now, since they have the hubs, you should at least make each city off of that hub able to travel to. You you shouldn't have to jump from Los Angeles to San Francisco to catch a train to Santa Clara to... You should just be able to go from Los Angeles to Santa Clara or... Any of the cities to the hub. Yeah, I was quite shocked that I couldn't take a train. So anyway, so then I was like, eh, I'm going to plane, flew to Chicago. I started minting up. Um, they were cheap. It's a 10-minute cooldown. So I was like, all right, go through, buy all the 500. I started buying some of the 750s as well, which is the the jersey version. So it's like caps are 500. The cheapest ones are 500. And then the cheapest jerseys are 750. So I started, I was like, buy, buy, buy. And then it was crazy. Like, I, I don't even know how many I bought. And then it was like locked out. Like you, it was like a 24 hour cooldown. Luckily it was just for that team because I really wanted to get to Cleveland. Cause I was like, I want to, I'm not going to mint a crazy amount of like uh, Joe Burrow and stuff. But I was like, I gotta, gotta rub the bangles. And you, you gotta know. have some, if you're going to potentially have a shop. So. Right. That's the other, that's the other consideration, which I didn't know about the shops um, while I was bitten buying those but like that's a that's a great consideration honestly i i sent a message in there uh in my application i was like is it any legit because i want to open up a spirit of halloween (laughs) (laughs) screw you guys i hope that if they open up a legit store you can sell any legits and i hope that there's some players selling spirit legits because i will buy them yeah and uh, speaking of the MetaVenture shops, the Block Explorer shops are now able to upload their custom Block Explorers and sell the Block Explorers for cash. They're able to upload... Wait, what? Yeah. They can upload custom Block Explorers? Yeah. Is that what that message was earlier? Yes. No, that was something else. Or no, it, it is. They were loaded to the blockchain. So how does that work? Uh, I don't know. Recurious says he asked, no, just NFLP. That's baloney sandwich, but whatever. Okay, fine. Spirits will have a, will be separate shops. Yeah, those will be the saddest shops in Upland. What, what do you sell? I sell spirit legits. Excuse me? That's not a real business. Anyway. Yep. Oh, right. I, I might have I misread that. It says shop owners can now list their block explorers in their shops for USD in addition to UpX. I, I 
was getting was super excited. Say, I, and, yeah, I was like, well, I feel like there would be much bigger excitement if yeah. that was the case. I but misspoke. USC, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I like that. I still wish that there was an option to dual list. Um, I don't know if it's like a technology barrier or what. Um, I, I don't know if it just makes everything more complicated. You have to have the U, you'd have to really have a major UX overhaul to be able to support both like an UPEX and a USD price um, from listing and stuff. But yeah, I, I would like to see that eventually. Yeah, so that's what's great about. Oh, okay. I was going to leave that one alone, but you took the bait. <laughs> oh, no, I think it's funny. I think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I make 100,000 years. Follow me more. Uh, I think it's funny. I'm a big fan of the Spirit Legit. As soon as they come out with like one to many trading, believe I'm going to be scooping up some legits. And in fact, I said it in the cafe. I might honestly open up any of my 2021 essentials one to one. For any spirit legit, full on. You want to get rid of your spirit legits? Come talk to me. I will go buy a bunch of essentials, and we will trade one one to one your spirit legits all day. Nice. Yeah. All right. So we'll get back into the wonderful slides. Uh, you got anything else on the block explorers or? Oh. One last thing was the SoFi Stadium is complete, so that was built. Uh, were you able to stake any spark? Every time I tried, I was never able to. I spent, it, uh, honestly, I spent a solid hour, a solid hour, and maybe once every 10 to 15 minutes, I'd get to the, to the secondary screen where you could like plus 0.1 and then hit submit, and then it would error out. Yeah, and um, I just I was like I'm not just, I'm just not going to waste my time. It's the people that want to do it. I mean the the prizes were super cool. Um, the the legit or the um, the block explorers and all that stuff is is really cool. But I I just really just didn't have the patience to keep doing it. Yeah. Now. Oh, and then yeah, the whole the whole spark debacle, which you know I'm not saying you know. You deserve because that's that would be rough, but like that does it does suck that the the unsparking of that stadium has been kind of a mess from what I hear. Yeah, and they're hopefully they find that that was cool to have the community do it, but everybody couldn't participate, and it was just it was hard to unstake, and just trying to get something staked was a mess. Yeah, they really in a, in a public forum like that, they need to have like a separate system almost where you like queue it up. You like commit off the chain and then it like funnels it in. Like it goes, "Hey, we're open to take submits." And then you just submit how much you want to do. It like takes it and puts it into like holding. And then it just starts processing the queue until it maxes out. Like it's got to be, they have to figure out a way because that was just, it, that was frustrating. It wasn't fun. Yeah. And you just don't have the time. I mean, I checked multiple yeah, times whole, for multiple days. And back. as you yeah. said, I get to that second screen and nope, somebody else was just a little bit quicker. Um, but right. the Block Explorer was cool and 
we'll find that in a store, I guess, and buy some of those. All right. Yeah, for sure. And we saw those. So today, Los Angeles collection was uh, released. So overall, there were 30 collections. And so the, the sluice on the blockchain must have missed one. Ooh, must have missed one. So I win, you lose. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I had 30 I and above. Were, oh, did, you had 30 and above? Yeah. You had 29 and... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we can okay. rewind tape. Okay. I, I mean, we didn't bet anything, <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, all right, fine. Anyway, there were uh, seven standard collections, six limited, seven exclusive, five rare, and five ultra rares. Um, pretty solid. Yeah, very solid. Pretty solid. Now, I did break it down um, for each of the collections. I, I was curious about, you know, the collection overall and just overall. There's 253 overall collections in Upland right now, if you knew that or not. There's 250, what? 253 collections. 253 collections? Yes. Ooh. Yes. So I broke it down with um, just the collection. It's ranked out of just the collection. So the standard collection, um, Venice is ranked the number one standard collection out of the, um, out of all your standard collections out there and i did misspell standard up there what how are you basing this on and then the overall is out of the 253 it ranks 208 and it's just based off of its booster oh just how much it boosts yeah okay yeah interesting that's how i'm ranking it just to see where you're getting your uh where it ranks boost wise Wait, but here it says your your Los Angeles says that I was only a twenty seven of two hundred and thirty six. Yes, so that's the Los Angeles. That's your basic collection. So your basic own three oh. properties in Los Angeles is okay. overall for the boost is number two hundred and thirty six, and for a standard collection, the boost is ranked number twenty seven overall. And there's forty two standard collections. Oh boy. We'll have to talk offline how to clear. I go, I can't. <laughs> lost. That might just be me. It's been a long day. Yeah, it's been a long day, and it, it made oh, sense. This is super cool. So did you score anything? Like, what was your, like, were you like, dang, heck yeah, I got it. Recovery uh, says you picked up an ultra rare. That's pretty cool. Nice. I got uh, a Wilshire. So the best I got was a Wilshire Boulevard, and that was a rare. Um, nice. What's the multiplier on Wilshire? Um, well, Shire's multiplier is 2.34, but you need three properties for it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Cause I got, my big one was Mulholland. I was, I was super bullish on Mulholland, but my goodness, it was so aggressive. I only got, ended up getting two. They're huge. They're like, you know, 200,000 plus thought for sure. Elysian park would be a collection. What a nut punch. <laughs> sorry, Paul. I'm sorry. <laughs> nut punch. That is unfortunate. Yeah. So, um, overall, we'll break this down a little more, but 
I was throwing these numbers together. I just wanted to see how Los Angeles collections stacked up against the uh, collections overall, and then just within the limited collection, you know, each collection themselves. Gotcha. And, you know, for for the standard, they did pretty well. That's, you know, for the new player and getting a standard collection, everything was three properties and, you know, it's the best in the standard collections to get. That's the best to spend your money on um, for your best boost. Yeah. No, and, and I think I would assume that they're still mintable. Yes. Right? Like you can still go mint a lot of these. It'd be interesting to know which of these have already sold out. Yeah. Laptop's got two ultra rares, but he needs three for collection. Ooh, dang. That is a tough yeah. one. I don't know. Ooh. I had that come up a couple in a couple of the Facebook groups I was in. They said, like, what happens if you end up with, like, one, um, you know, of these rare plus collection properties? Um, White Fair wasn't even trying and ended up with an exclusive. That's That's awesome. What, what do you tell people that say that luck into a collection property of like high rare ultra rare kind of status? What, what advice would you give somebody? I mean, if you're broke, go ahead and flip it and get the most that you can for it right now and then, or you hold on or and wait for bigger whales to come into the game because you remember when Sotheby's and Abdullah um, and Busta Worth, they were coming in and just buying the ultra rare collections at insane prices. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I tend to lean more towards the, if you only have, um one or two and you need three um well definitely if you if you have one of three almost certainly sell it because it's going to be very costly to probably get the other two yes um and i think right now it's just there's so much hype around it i mean again you could hold out a little bit but i'm a big fan of of flipping it like i'm stuck in a situation like i said i got two maholland drive i need a third I'm trying to like beg, borrow, steal from Dizzy. Like Dizzy, I know you got a, a a few of them because I was I was sitting there with you day of walking through. Curse, sell the damn thing, just sell it, I just agree. sell it, just sell. But again, uh, you know there is something to be said for holding it. The big thing is you could. There's a good chance that you could sell it for enough that you could then go buy. I don't know if any of these purple collections are still valid, um, but like you know what was that? Lar, Larchmont. Oh, can Sorry. I change your slides? My bad. <laughs> uh, Large Larchmont. Larchmont. No, I want this one. Larchmont. Purple. I like purple. For me, the purple collections are a great mid-tier um, investment, and. I, I really like buying the 1.5 to 2x multipliers. It's a good interest boost. They're usually not too hard to obtain. Um, something like Hollywood's probably going to be hard to obtain, and Pacific Palisades has been pretty. But like, is is Cheviot Hills sold out? You only need two for Cheviot Hills yeah. in large pot. Brent, um, Brentwood's pretty wide open still, I believe. But the Los Angeles limited collection, I think that there's just over 60 properties or 60 collections in the limited collection overall. So they're not the best yeah. boost per se. I was looking at that. I, 
Yeah, I was gonna say I thought I thought the purples were sitting closer to two. Yeah, because I remember like um, uh, Russian Hill, like the the SF property. So that's kind of interesting. So yeah, overall, we, we what we need at the top is like how many are in the purple. So like you're fifty seven of what? <laughs> right. I'll, I'll get we that need next the total week. Number. Yeah, but no, that's really interesting because you're right. Like, so they're limited, or their their baseline, their blue collections are some of the best from a from a multiplier perspective. Where the purple ones, yeah, you're right. So what's what about the next level up? Orange, I like orange. Orange is pretty. Here's your tooth, but you can see even these are horrible. Like, not horrible. I shouldn't say that, but like they're multi. Uh, you know, as far as their ranking, like. The uh, exclusive collections usually have a lot better um, multipliers, so maybe they're curbing that. You, you know, they're they're increasing the number of collections, so in response, they're lowering the the net multiplier. Did we get to? Okay, I, I did have to- I did I did put in some money for the first time into Upland this morning uh, before the collections were released, so I could pick up two oh, Bel Air yeah? properties. I had to pick up two Bel Air properties. I had one, and I just didn't have enough Upex, and so I went ahead and Bel Air's what? Bel Air's orange. Yeah. Oh, is there still Bel Air available? Or is yeah. Bel Air oh yeah, there's still there's still Bel Air available. But, but what's the? So I'm curious now what the caught like? What's the cheapest Bel Air unminted? Um, like I know Ventura Boulevard's going to be sold out. Sunset's going to be sold out. Like the streets, I feel like the streets get very popular. People like pick a street and they're like, I'm going to buy up all this street. Um, Bel Air is Shiloh H says Bel Air is. Oh, Oh, 20, uh, 2,235 up X. Per up square, uh, that's what he, he was trying to say. Up, up to up squares. Um, yeah. Wow, that is pricey. So a hundred, a hundred up square property, which would be not a big property. That would be like a, a reasonable sized property is going to run you two hundred and twenty thousand. Ooh, doggy. Yeah. So Man, what, that's crazy. We got some sunset. We just got some sunset for trades, whatnot. There's any serious players out there? Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm curious because man, it's so hard. The secondary market just so rough. It, but <sighs> once again, for you would think an exclusive collection in LA would be faring closer to the top. You know, have have at least one or two top ten, top fifteens, and you only have one top twenty five. Everything's in the, you know. But again, there's just so many of them. That is true too. Like there's, they gave you so many. I mean, how? I mean, you have one, two, three, four streets in three neighborhoods. Right. Like that's a lot. That's a lot of properties. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll share my file that has everything laid out, and you can look at it, and we can put something together for next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll get a we'll get a data sheet. Because actually, yeah, we can do some things. Because I'm curious, like, I'd like to also break down the number of, like, number of properties inside these collections. And then, so that way we could say, in this city, there are X number of exclusive um, ranked properties, right? I'm curious what that is. 
Uh, Windsor still has unminted from 180 to 200,000. Oh, wow, that's a 2x. See, now that is a perfect example of if you had a million up X, what should you do with it? Honestly, I would look at maybe buying three properties in Windsor Square if you're looking to get a good baseline of, because that'll be um, probably 6,000 um, up X a month minimum. Um, for that per property. So you're looking at like 20,000 UPEX, uh, probably just with those, with three Windsor properties, like 20,000 UPEX a month, uh, which would then, yeah, I don't know. Now I was surprised Koreatown and Chinatown didn't make any of the collections or downtown. A lot of, yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of people were pretty miffed about that. They have, has there, I don't think any Chinatown, am, am I am I correct in saying that? There's been no Chinatown collection? Yes. Because all the major cities have had a Chinatown. Um, Manhattan had a Chinatown. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Manhattan had Chinatown. Okay. That was a collection? Yes. There's 258 of them. How am I supposed to keep track of them? <laughs> 253. I remember the original 21. Outside of that, you guys... You newfangled kids in your hundreds of collections. Back in my day, there was 21 collections. And by damn it, there was three people in the world who had all of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so special. Now, now you kids and your damn chips going up to the skies. Ain't nobody seeing no block explorers. <laughs> and they said that we were going to. Be able to look past those block those chips soon and see block explorers again. Oh, that'll be the day. Hey, do you, uh, completely unrelated. Um, who wants to go? Like, we should have a national Upland Tattoo Day. Who wants to go get their uh, block explorers tattooed on them? Uh, because <laughs> that's gonna happen. I, I mean, come on. Too stupid, you know you want a flaming, <laughs> vomiting poo permanently tattooed somewhere on your body. Um, no. What? No. Shame. What about a Miles tattoo? Would you get a, would you get a little llama tattooed? <sighs> Not a tattoo person. You, you don't have any tattoos? No. Oh, well, then we're definitely getting you that, too. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Upland tattoos, upland tram stamps for everybody. Wow. Would it go over TM's yes. one? Yes. You know, as soon as we talked about getting you tattooed, like our viewer count skyrocketed to 14. All, that's all <laughs> I'm saying. I'm just saying. The people demand it. If yeah. you would like to see too stupid get a <laughs> some sort of upland tattoo let us know in chat <laughs> let's make this happen not happening oh, you're no fun <laughs> i mean i've made it 44 years without a tattoo i think i'm good that's not true there's, there's always time there's always time my friend Twenty thousand. we got twenty thousand up x from tm for you to get a tattoo let's do that, it that's 20 bucks Oh, I mean, that was 20 more bucks than you had a minute ago. I'll pay for the tattoo. I got a guy. I got a guy, Gordy, down in uh, Fort Worth. He's opening up his own shop. 
He's fantastic. I get you. I get you taken care of. You come down. We we'll take care of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else we got? What else we got? I'll go down that rabbit hole. I'm gonna now. I'm like determined. Like, got my eye on you. He's like, ah, no, not happening. Are right, we going to Vegas? We gotta go to Vegas. <laughs> no, cheese wax. Get out of here, cheese wax. Don't do it. Too stupid. <laughs> Stay pure. Yes. Gordy the tattoo guy. Oh, dude. Go look at um go look at his Instagram, man. Actually, you'll get to see my nipple. My nipple's on on his Instagram. If you want to see that, if you want to see that. Uh but uh Gordy from 817 Tattoo out in Dallas Fort Worth. Uh fant- he's a he's an incredible artist. He's the only one that I'll let tattoo me at this point. So well, that's good. Yeah. Dude's dude's amazing. All right, what else we got? All right. Um, I just through your slides. Oh, How many- yeah. And I, I was, there's 50 rare collections overall. And once again, these just aren't performing that well. Yeah, I'd be curious, like, so what are the the purple collections in San... Yet again, hey, I you know what, though? I appreciate that because, again, that keeps value in, like, these other cities. Like, I think that that's a fair way to do it start scaling down the boost of newer cities. Like I think that there, that is logic so far. San Francisco is the only city that I know with a three X booster. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, so, I mean, I kind of like the idea of, of like, Hey, you know, these older cities, um, you know, their average number, like as you go out, like it starts to go down. Let's yeah. see here. Oh, yeah. Hyatt, Hyatt Ashbury. Wait, what the heck? Did I sell my... Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. How long have my Hyatt Ashbury's been out of their collection? <laughs> this is why you don't don't collection swap, because you'll forget to put it... At least me. I'll forget, and now I'm going to lose... Anyway. So, there's 41 um, ultra-rare collections. Um, San Francisco is the only one with a 3, 3X. And then you have Santa Clara and two Manhattans at 2.9. And actually, Santa Clara's got a 2.91, and that's for the fabricator. Mm. Interesting. So, it. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that there's the Hollywood lifestyle. You know, that's a, that's a pretty big one, 2.87. That's nice. Yeah, and that's fifth overall. I mean, that's pretty solid that's right up there um with main street in brooklyn or actually yeah main street in brooklyn i think it's interesting that they all require three properties too yeah that's kind of shocking so san francisco the curator um that's your 3x that requires three properties the fabricator in santa clara requires two manhattan's billionaires row requires two manhattan's hamilton requires two and then uh, brooklyn's main street requires two but again, I think that that also speaks to the size of um, Los Angeles as a city. Right. Um, you know, I think that these collections, these ultra rares have more properties in it than probably ever before. Um, would definitely want to, I feel like I definitely want to dive more into that at some point. So we got to pull some metrics on number of number of properties in all of these collections. Because the interesting thing to me is... Um, 
Like, you're just going to have... There's some, and we started to see, uh, you mentioned it earlier in the show, that these big players were coming up and buying up these ultra rares to be able to control the collection because there's some of them have like six total. Yes. Like, that's it. There's only six in the entire world of this ultra rare. And so if you buy six properties, you can control this entire collection. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and I know when some of the other collections came out, that, w- that was a big thing of how are you calling this a rare? How are- because it's got X amount of properties and your other ones only had X amount of properties. So depending on the size of the city, it- and I understand that. Uh, I was just looking at from a holistic standpoint of how each collection for Los Angeles stacks up overall. And yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a good metric. And honestly, I like the trend. I, I appreciate the fact that the lower ones, uh, the blue, you got some pretty good, good return that helps with the newer players. But I like that the middle and upper tier, they're scaled back a bit based on the sheer number of quantity of the collections and probably the quantity of properties in each one of those collections. So they've dialed down um, the the multiplier a little bit, which I like. Um, yeah, no, nobody cares. It's all about selling, and collections are less relevant as rewards slow down. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, I'm really looking forward to the point where like collections are cool, and like I think they're always going to have some like a, a large appeal, obviously. But I really can't wait for the the tipping point where neighborhoods are really the focus. And I think it's interesting. I think a lot of the veterans are in a place now where obviously we all want to get collections and, you know, we'll go and try and pick up some, some key properties in a vanilla release. But I think the majority of veteran players now are really focusing on, you know, node creation, community building, um, and generating value in that way. Um, leveraging their experience in the game uh, to focus and drive development in a single uh, neighborhood in in the cities. So I'm looking forward to that being kind of more of the norm and less of these like, oh, Upland said it's important, so it must be important. Yeah, and it will be interesting to see what the community uh, bonuses will be for developing the neighborhoods. Yeah, well, I mean, they said it would be in parity with the official collection. So as far right. as multipliers go, you know, yeah. will we ever see a 3x multiplier in a community collection? No. Probably not, no. But 2x? I would like to think that we could get to a 2x. For some of these really well-developed and managed communities, I would love to be able to see like a 2x multiplier. And it will be interesting on some of the smaller smaller neighborhoods with less properties in it. And if it's super developed and it has a lot of stuff going on, could, could you hit above a 2x? No, uh, I don't think so. Uh, just, it, well, at least the original descriptions on how the neighborhood things are going to work, you actually need large neighborhoods to get the large multipliers. It, as far as I could tell, it's a cumulative score. Um, which really means small neighborhoods can't really compete um, with the large neighborhoods. So it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be the large neighborhoods that really went out. We got some uh, some node hype here. We got TNA node, uh, more cheese is called, showing some love. 
uh, for the U to you. <laughs> that emoji cheese at the buddy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I believe this is sarcasm. I, he didn't include any sort of markings. Upland has proven to be really consistent in early promises and final dev plans. Uh, yeah, that's fair. So I, until it's actually released, we have no idea. Um, but yeah. All right. Um, anything else on the Los Angeles collections? No, no. I, yeah, I think you, think you nailed it. All right. We have uh, run our time. Yeah. Ooh, well, yeah. hold on. There's... If the earnings gonna uh, multi, uh, if the earnings steadily decline, then the multiplier is going to matter less and less. Correct? De- I mean, it depends how you look at it. Should matter um, more, right? Because in theory, if you're earning less, like you say, take it down to 10 percent. Arguably, a two x multiplier is the only way to keep it up with the old rates. Um, <laughs> I don't. Wait, Porky Park. Where I have some Porky Park. I got Porky Park. <laughs> anyway, um, Porky Park. Right. Miss me up. You can't just throw <laughs> stuff up there. Um, so, anyway, but as you were uh, saying, yeah, as the earnings no, go down, I think as the rates go down, your multiplier arguably matters more. Now, if it ever hits zero, well, then obviously it doesn't matter. And I think like sub five percent. It starts to become negligible, but but I think five uh, percent and above, as long as it stays above five percent, I think the multiplier is very important. Yeah, yeah. and uh, as you go lower, and you know, Idan said it wasn't going to go to zero, but they said they evaluate where it's going to go, and he didn't say he really didn't give much more than they don't think it will ever be at zero. But they didn't say how soon or how low it will go. They just evaluate the economy as it goes. So I would think as you want to continue to maximize your earnings, your bonuses are going to be more and more important. And that would be something to do is continue to watch collections versus the city floors. Um, And if something gets close to a city floor, go ahead and buy that and then start earning those those collections. Because right now the second... Secondary market and the markup on some of these collections are ridiculous. You'll never get your money back on it. No, not from uh, not from earning the interest. No, you buy it. Um, you're buying those for future flip value or for marketing purposes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else before we get out of here for this week? No, I, I will put a, a shout out to all. Um, node owners, uh, if you, if you do run a node or, or, um, anything like that, reach out to me. I am going to be working on the, uh, standing up upland.wiki here in the next couple weeks. Um, I already have a strong representation, uh, from TNA. Thank you, TM and, uh, Ben from UDU, um, sending over lots of materials to kind of seed, um, so if you would like to be an alpha um, curator on the Upland Wiki, uh, reach out to me. Yes. Oh. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. And then there we go with TM to finish and more cheese from UD. That's just like Famunda. But anyway, everybody be safe. Have a good week. And uh, we'll be coming to you next week. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, subscribing to our uh, different platforms and channels out there, and uh, get a no- uh, hitting the bell to know when we go live. Everybody have a good week. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking, I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix.